This is the AM640 Afternoon Drive Show on Talk Radio. AM640. The latest report from the Federal Auditor General urges Veterans Affairs to get a grip on medicinal marijuana program for injured ex-soldiers. Uh, taxpayers will be paying $25 million this year for medicinal marijuana for our vets. And uh, we are joined right now by Michael Blaze, who is the founder of the Canadian Veterans Advocacy. We had him on the show earlier on. I think it was last week, Michael, we were talking about the whole idea of uh, funding the Invictus Games uh, through the Poppy Fund, and I appreciated your input on the show there. So we've got you back to talk about this. Well, thanks for the invite. Michael, uh, I want to talk about Michael Ferguson, the Auditor General, saying that medicinal marijuana program for vets is out of control. Your response to that? Well, with all due respect, I do not believe that's the case at all. I think the situation is is that uh, you know many veterans have been seriously wounded, were tired of being addicted to strong opiates or mood altering uh, or or mind-altering drugs that are provided for mental wounds. And, you know, through through example and through uh, recruitment on some levels, that we found relief and uh, we're damn determined to ensure that that relief continues to come. So Veterans Affairs, they've covered medicinal marijuana since uh, 2008. And since then, it's become more popular. Uh, they say that a third of all drug costs from vets soon will be from medicinal marijuana and that commercial suppliers are charging $14 per gram. And this is now they're looking at three times the federal estimate. estimate. So do you think they have just underestimated the popularity of this and that's what they're upset about? Is this their problem that we're up to $25 million a year? I think the previous government dropped the ball when they initiated this program. You know, I think they should have had price control when they were licensing these, uh, you know, commercial grow operations so that those who are suffering would be able to avail themselves of medical marijuana, not just veterans, but the entire Canadian population that would benefit. So, you know, I mean, uh, the sins of the previous administration are upon us, but you know, to the government's credit, Minister Hare has ordered a review. He has brought doctors together. He has brought medical providers. I will be part of a group of uh, veterans who are beneficiaries who have been invited to Ottawa next week to speak to our needs. You so use medicinal marijuana, fine. correct, Michael? I have been prescribed five grams per day. It has changed my life. How I, so? Well, there was a time when I was a Mr. Yes Man, Yes Doctor, I'll take this, Yes Doctor, and uh, through that course I was very seriously wounded. Uh, There were no alternatives but opiates in this case and other drugs that uh, were complementary, and there were the cycle of despair issues that really degraded my quality of life, particularly in respect to my family and, uh, you know, my kids and my relationship with my wife. You know, there was very very counterproductive to the point where my wife at one point in time said, listen, this is done. I can't deal with this anymore. To her credit, this was after a decade after being, you know, taking care of me very seriously. And at that time, like many who are seeking wellness, I sought alternatives. And for me, you know, it changed my life. And I, you know, it's funny, I listen to young veterans who are five years into an injury where I'm 25 years in. And, you know, they're, they're being prescribed now, and I go to myself, my God, why wasn't that available to me? 
You know, I mean, thank you. You're talking about medicinal marijuana at the time. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, my wife was compassionate. I know many, many others whose wives were not. You know, they just couldn't deal with the uh, side effects of opiates, the mood swings, the anger, the rage. All those, uh, you know, I mean, uh, side side effects do not come that way with medical marijuana. If, uh, you know, the worst thing that happens, you get a little lazy and sit in the couch too much. But, you know, what's the alternative for some of these guys? You know, Oxycontin at 40 milligrams or hydromorphine? I'd rather be vaporizing or ingesting safely a safe product that is not corrupt by, you know, organized crime provided by a nation. Uh, with guidelines for their use. And I think in that sense, the Auditor's General uh, report was uh, right on. All right. So uh, you're worried, though, about the monitoring of who is taking the drugs. Is that correct? The medicinal marijuana. So, I mean, we're looking at it as drugs. We shouldn't be looking at it That's as right. drugs because it's being used as a, a uh, the same as a pharmaceutical would be used. So I think it's a medicine. Your worry is what? Well, you know, I mean, my worry is that, uh, you know, we have an auditor general who is not a doctor who has suddenly interfered himself or put himself between a doctor and a client. And for what? Because the costs are getting out of control? This is not the veteran's problem. They were talking about seriously wounded people who have lost their legs, their arms, their minds and souls. They have found relief. We cannot deny them or take away what they have been provided and found relief. No, no. Instead, we should be using them as an example. Veterans lead the way in this nation. And what's good for us should be good for you, Kelly. Do you think the government's worried about vets turning into dealers because they've got all this uh, access to medicinal marijuana? Oh, I think there's problems there in the sense that, uh, not not dealing, but the, the way it's provided. For example, they'll only pay for dried marijuana. Well, I know people who won't smoke, period. Right. And they're struggling in order to make this butter or whatever other ingestion is. Well, I think that, uh, you know, there should, in Canada, we should recognize that, you know, we're trying to get a, a healthful product here that's not smokable, or, or not if you don't want to, or if you do vaporize, right? Use it safely. But why are we not providing alternatives to people who have lost arms and can't bake, who want to go buy some butter and maybe make some brownies? Or why can't they buy brownies, period, off their, disp- Michael, off their provider? I want to ask you uh, very quickly, as we wrap this up as a final mm-hmm. closer here, $25 million, a lot of people would think, wow, that's a lot of money to spend. How many vets do you think are using the medicinal marijuana because $25 million when you talk about pharmaceuticals for a bunch of vets doesn't seem like that much. What do you think in the numbers are like? Well, I know the numbers are 1,100 plus, you know, and the fact of the matter is, is that the previous government did not establish regulatory price controls as other governments on other pharmaceuticals that you would compare with are subject to. And that therein lies the problem. You know, I mean, the Auditor General is correct, and the government does have an obligation to bring these prices down wherein the need is compassionate orientated and not financially dictated. Michael, I appreciate you being on the show today. Thank you for inviting me, Kelly. Thanks. Hey, we had two weeks in a row. <laughs> That's right. We'll see you <laughs> next <again>. week. <laughs> Michael Blaze, founder of the Canadian Veterans Advocacy, uh, joining us on the show to talk about medicinal marijuana for vets, $25 million price tag. Uh, you know, he's saying at least it's keeping them off those uh, opiates. And I have to say, opiates, boy, oh, boy, when you look at the problems going on in the States, I don't know that I'd want anyone to be uh, that I love or care about being on the opiates. The AM640 Afternoon Drive Show. Listen live. Weekday afternoons from 4 till 7 on AM640. Or download the app at 640toronto.com.